Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fit is Buck podcast. I'm your host, Greg Buck, here with my co-host today, Colin Bash. Today, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about the sport of CrossFit. Specifically, we're looking to talk about the Dubai Fit CrossFit Fitness Championship. Cross Dubai CrossFit Championship. The, the, fitness, the fitness went away when it became a Okay, there we go. So, um, if you guys don't follow the news about sanctionals or the games... Um, Dubai is kind of the biggest, somewhat probably even bigger than the games in some aspects at this point, um, when it comes to the sport of fitness. Um, they often pull the deepest pool of athletes. They offer the most prize money. Um, it's a multi-day event, longer than most of the other sanctionals. So they do a lot of tests. And even some people who compete in it have said like they test even kind of harder than the games. Um, it's almost kind of like a... They like to up the spectacle of the sport, so to speak. Yeah. Um, what we saw come out this week is Dubai is completely revamping their approach to the test of fitness um, and how they want to put it on to send their representatives to the games. Um, so, Colin, what did you see on their Instagram um, of what kind of their new approach to this test is going to be? So... I think you'll find out quick that I don't think that I'm the hugest fan of this entire situation. Um, but basically what they said is that the competition is now going to run on the 6th of December and then pick up on like the 10th, 11th, and 12th. So the first day is going to be the Sunday of one week, and then the next day is not until the Friday of the next week, right? So there's a they're going to do some form of a test, which – and my assumption is going to be some large test, probably, if you're going to wait five days to mm-hmm. get to the next tests. But they're going to wait five days, and then they're going to go into the remainder of their weekend. So they've just made the competition now a week long, mm-hmm. a week from start to finish. And uh, on top of that, they switched up their events from being generally CrossFit style events, generally. Um, I mean, you know, you have your typical like one rep max lift maybe or something like that or a super heavy gymnastics specialist workout or something. But now they've, they're going to 11 events, mm-hmm. 11 events, and each event is going to be its own discipline. So the first event is going to be bike. Mm-hmm. And then the second event is going to be kettlebells. Mm-hmm. And then so on and so forth until we get to the last few events that are gymnastics, weightlifting, and then CrossFit. Mm-hmm. There's and also powerlifting and strongman. Yeah. There's swimming. There's rowing. And running. And running. So kind of an interesting approach um, from a coaching standpoint. Like when we look to do programming, that's kind of how we start like our base, like, all right, these are all of our disciplines. Like what do we need to blend these together to make it a complete week of fitness, so to speak. But for this, they're almost going the complete opposite way. And they're like, Hey, these are the things we're going to just test that one thing per event. Yeah. Which is very odd. Super interesting. And we, me and you had a conversation about this earlier in the week. I think that it completely depends on how they're going to put these tests together. Right. Because like kettlebells, mm-hmm. like there is a sport for kettlebells. I don't know if, if the general population knows this because it is very interesting, but it's basically 
a giant AMRAP of as many kettlebell snatches as you can do at a certain amount of weight. So right. like there's weight classes in it and mm -hmm. there's like certain weight kettlebells in it. And like, I, I believe that there's like a, like a, a kilogram range or like a pood range. Cause I think mm -hmm. it's a, a Russian sport. So mm -hmm. I think it's a pood range of like every one half and two poods are all like tested and mm -hmm. there's a weight class at each of them yeah. for both guys and girls. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of, I might've done a little research. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, so how that works is they basically get like 16 minutes or 20 minutes or so to do as many snatches as they can do on either arm. Doesn't matter. Right. But uh, that's the entire event. Right. And I, I believe it's even like a bracketed style, like tournament yeah. where yeah. they, They'll, they'll pair you randomly against somebody and mm -hmm. then you have to beat them to move on. Right. Um, actually your, uh, your boy, uh, Andrew is trying to compete and the, the one who did my level two seminar. Charles. Thunder, yeah, there it is. The thunder bro. Yeah. Um, he's trying to compete in a kettlebell sport now for some reason. He's trying to go for the North American record. Interesting. Saw that as yeah. well in my research. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so like that's the sport of kettlebells, right? Mm -hmm. So, if they do an event like that, mm -hmm. like, is it going to be like the sport or is it right. going to be like a wad that just is all kettlebells, like goblet squats, goblet right. lunges, kettlebell swings? Like, is that what it's going to be? Or are we going a 16 minute amount of as many kettlebell snatches as we can do? Right. Because then on the flip side, say we take a look at something like powerlifting or Olympic lifting, which is another two of the disciplines that they've listed. So, like, are we going to do a whole day of kettlebell sport of, hey, let's test kettlebell sport. Then we're going to test the powerlifting meet. Then we're going to test the weightlifting meet. Yeah. One, they probably don't have the time to do that. And two, that would be, in my opinion, kind of defeats the point of doing CrossFit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you, like you, can, you can compete in all those sports for sure, but doing the sport specifically is not really the reason you do CrossFit. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I, me I mentioned this to you as mm -hmm. well. Last time, the the reason that this scares me, I guess, because I don't know, like necessarily how I like this for the sport as a whole. Because now that this is the biggest sanctional, like you said, and stuff like that, like are other sanctionals going to emulate this? Is this actually like what we want the CrossFit, the sport of CrossFit, to be looking at mm -hmm. and stuff like that? Um, but the the thing that scares me is that the last event, which there is going to be a cut before, by mm -hmm. the way, I don't know if you saw that. Um, they're going to cut the field, I believe, in half. So it'll go down to the last 10 competitors because there's only 20 and there's no teams. Mm -hmm. I forgot to mention that as well. Um, the last event is titled CrossFit. Mm -hmm. So what like, what even can they say is CrossFit, is CrossFit, you CrossFit if you've broken out every piece right, right. beforehand? Like, right. what, are, I don't, what are we trying to go for, especially right. with that last event? So, right. That's what scares me into thinking that maybe these aren't going to be wads. Maybe they're going to be a powerlifting meet and maybe right. they're going to be like a kettlebell sport showdown or whatever they call that and right. stuff like that. That's the only thing that I can see because why would you name a, an event CrossFit if you're not going to be doing CrossFit the entire time yeah. before that event? Yeah, it's very interesting. I think, I think it's cool to kind of categorize the specific movements in terms of like we obviously see that CrossFit pulls from all these other sports, all these other disciplines, which is cool. But let's say it comes out and it looks like a decathlon. Yeah. That's not the sport of fitness. Exactly. Like that. And like, okay, I guess you can make the argument that 
if you're the highest ranked person after the 10 events and then the 11th event is CrossFit. So we test did like really all of these tests of fitness to put you on top. Then when you go to CrossFit itself, are you actually the most fit? Like, I guess that kind of has some merit and it's kind of cool. Like a lot of times in like old CrossFit journals, they would do a lot of fitness comparisons to decathletes with CrossFit specifically. So in that aspect, that's kind of cool. But again, like it could make for a really boring competition. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking Mm -hmm. too. I mean, besides the fact that every event win gets you $10,000. Right. Which speaks to the fact that this is the biggest sanctional by far. Right. Um, Like, am I going to really stay up late because it's in Dubai, so it's overnight basically Mm -hmm. here, um, and watch – 16 minutes of kettlebell snatching. Right. Or a running event. Or, like, yeah. Even historically, the running events of the games are historically boring. Yeah. Even when you have something like Murph, where you have a good amount of work in the middle, there's still, like, 12 minutes of running. Yeah. The yeah. Old, and the other, one of the few things I thought that made running cool cooler at the CrossFit Games was the whole berm run that they used to mm-hmm. do, because there was, like, a path where they went up the stadium and then across it and then back down sure. the stadium. So. Yeah. Added in, like, it wasn't really a running event. Like, there was a ton of stairs to it. And right, right. Certain things like that. So. Right. Or, like, yeah, you look at, like, when they combo it with, like, swimming or something, at least it's got a little bit more action, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But, again, even that stuff, like, the runs from what run. Yeah. Um, it's just not. It, Low extreme numbers. Right, right. It's it's a boring event to watch unless yeah. you're specifically maybe come from that discipline or one of those two disciplines. Or you're me, but. Yeah. Or yeah, you watch anything. Um, <laughs> the, you know, it's, it, it, to have the first five or six events be basically monostructural in nature, whether they decide again, maybe these are going to be more wads. It's like, maybe they say, Hey, this is the running workout, but maybe they're still weightlifting in it, but they're just categories categorizing it as running because running is the main portion of the workout. Yeah. Like, okay. We, I can get behind that. Yeah. But if our our tests out the gate are going to be, all right, event one is going to be... A 10-mile bike race. Right. That's boring. Yeah. Right. Very boring. Um, you know, event two is your 5K run. In the desert. Right. Event three is your, I don't know, 5K, Swing, 5K row yeah. or something like that. It's not going to be very spectator-friendly. Yeah, like, which is interesting, too, because I feel like... Dubai is one of the biggest spectator friendly yeah. in the past. I mean, mm-hmm. the the one that they did this year, that was like the, um, it was like the original Dubai workout mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I didn't enjoy all of those movements, mm-hmm. but like the title that they titled it, the, the old Dubai workout or something like that. And their movements were like a squats and like uh, deck squats with mm-hmm. a kettlebell and uh, flying pushups and like all these things. And I'm looking at it like, what the hell is that? Yeah. So I right. turned it on to see what it was. Right, I right. had zero idea what any of those movements were. Right. So, which is cool at this point in my yeah. CrossFit career, right? So, yeah, yeah. It is cool to see the innovative movements and to change it up for sure. Yeah. I just hope they don't get too far away from like the we, sport uh, of fitness. Yeah. Which and I think and the, again, I think the sport of fitness is kind of open to interpretation because yeah. it is very all encompassing. Because fitness isn't defined, right? Right. Right. But, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how this turns out. Yeah, I'm just uh, – it's going to be very interesting because, like, the other thing that come to, that came to mind is, like, are they? what if they had, like, 
a spectator friendly thing would be what if they did have a specialist in each of these that came in and like kicked the crossfitters ass and like mm-hmm. we could kind of see where the human potential in each one of those tests would be right granted it's, that would make it slightly more interesting but you're still right. watching a 5k row right so it's kind of like that the opposite of what people always say about like the olympics like you should put like just an average person out there and see like how they compete at the olympic level just to see how much better those people are like it's kind of almost reverse of that like let's take the person who is the world-class cyclist and put them up against these crossfitters or the world-class weightlifter and kind of see where they stack up i think that could be very cool yeah um you know going back you know to like 2007 early like 2010s that was like a big thing glassman would talk about all the time is like hey like if you think you're fit or you're really good at this one thing that's fine like come and compete like overall in the sport and see how you fare. And like, that's kind of, again, you know, going towards that vein of thinking of, you know, show us what you can do in these certain things, but we'll show you what we can do in the overall. That kind of goes all the way back to one of our, one of Greg's and I's favorite conversation about the wild card last year. Right. (laughs) With the hunt, the, what's his name? Hunter Hunter McIntyre. Yeah. With the, he was saying he was fit in, in Spartan racing and then, competed at the CrossFit Games and got knocked out in the second event. I mean, right. it's, mm-hmm. but that was CrossFit. This is the, op- like I, like you were saying that mm-hmm. this is the opposite of that. Now, right. Because right. instead of putting somebody who thought he was fit into a CrossFit situation or who is fit into mm-hmm. a CrossFit situation, no skin off his back. He is a very fit individual. Right. But um, this is kind of taking the opposite of now we're placing these top CrossFitters because I'm sure they're going to have the top athletes in the sport there mm-hmm. and pitting them against the, like the, epitome of greatness in each individual discipline right right so like it's kind of like showing the opposite i guess there which brings us all back but i mean on top of the fact that each of these disciplines are going to be like their own thing i guess like where do we take into like unfair advantages Mm -hmm. necessarily as in like on a rowing event say you've got somebody who's six eight and right. somebody that's Matt Frazier's side at 5'5". Five, five. Right. Who's probably going to win a rowing event? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how fit Frazier is. He's not going to win. probably not right. going to win that. Right. Like, even, yeah. if, even if that guy is marginally fit. Yeah, even if yeah. that guy's just, like, relatively fit and can row, like, a pretty good 2K. Yeah. Like, at, at, or at least, like, knows what he's doing, I guess, on right. a rower. But, um, I mean, Frazier's fast and fit. And if that guy has been training on a rower, he's most likely going to beat him. So, right. like... <sighs> Like we're, cause you know, in CrossFit, like you take that into account with like rowing and pistols or something. Mm-hmm. Like obviously Frazier has the advantage of pistols. He's closer to the ground. Right. Somebody who's six, eight and has a lot more range of motion to go through. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you take that kind of out of the question in a, in a CrossFit workout, right? I guess in that scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, where does that get reduced? I guess in sure. disciplinary events. Right. Other, yeah. than, other than the fact that there's 11 events. Right. And they're going to go through all of them. Right. Yeah. I guess you're just kind of in that case, you'd be highlighting more so than like normally when you look at a CrossFit event, because like you said, there's still going to be workouts, even in like a true CrossFit test, so to speak. Like there's going to be some advantages. Like, a, like you said, a wall ball rowing workout would be obviously more towards a height person or a taller person. Yeah, so you only see those in the open. You don't see those in the, yeah. <laughs> in the sanctionals. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, like, on the flip side, maybe you got a handstand push-up pistol workout. So, obviously, it's going to be geared more towards a shorter athlete. 
And yeah, usually you will see maybe a balanced movement in there. So like maybe you've got, I don't know, something that would benefit a taller athlete. Maybe you've got handstand pushups and box jumps or something. So you have that balance more so in each test where in this you may would probably have to look at the balance of the whole, which I like more towards like, Hey, they, each test should be a little bit more balanced where a lot of times when you've seen either open workouts or games events where it's like, you could tell this is a very specialist event. It seems like CrossFit HQ specifically kind of biases away from those events. Yeah. You know, we've seen in the open, like the, uh, AMRAP burpees or that deadlift handstand pushup or deadlift, um, handstand pushups we've had or deadlift, um, Burpees. box jumps like those are generally going to be maybe geared towards the shorter athlete who has that shorter cycle time um i feel like with the open specifically we see them kind of try to get away from that stuff so it's weird that maybe this competition is going towards it yeah uh, i think that's kind of our dilemma with the entirety of this mm-hmm. news is it, why do we want to specialize i thought that was kind of the opposite right. of what crossfit was planning to do right Right. secondly crossfit's supposed to help you specialize not necessarily specialize you Mm -hmm. um and no matter how many times i think about it like the the last event being a crossfit event kind of takes away for me it's odd it's odd because and I, i i see where they're going with it because they have everything else on the list but like CrossFit kind of like combines all of those things. Right. So one, how are you going to do all of these events without CrossFit? And then two, mm-hmm. how are you going to do CrossFit without any of the previous right. events? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be odd. It's going to be very odd. Um, on the flip side, what is cool is the whole prize purse. Everything's got way yes. jacked up. So 10K per event. 10K for the winner. win, 5K for second, and 3K for third. Right. That's, I mean, that's pretty nuts. I think it's, isn't it like 3-2-1 at the games? Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. they're like tripling that, yeah, essentially. tripling it. Per event. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's really cool for the athletes in that case. And it'll be interesting to see, given that prize purse is so large, the top guys and girls are going to go and compete. So to see those people actually test this kind of new and innovative test, that will be cool at least where, you know, some of the other sanctions that aren't as well known or smaller or or located maybe um, where people can't get to as easily. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, some of those events, like obviously there's always going to be a couple top guys or girls at each event, but when the field itself is going to be so stacked because, you know, you can go out there and, everything's paid for yeah. like that's really cool. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I mean, they were even saying that the winners, I believe that put the three podium finishers get their flights paid for their hotels paid for all their expenses and food paid I, for. And I thought it was everybody gets that who qualifies. No, everybody who qualifies get, gets 1500. Okay. Um, no matter what place you come in, when you go there, you make, fifteen hundred dollars you just have to be there in person to collect it so basically like if you qualify if you qualify and go to compete yes right because you can't just qualify and be like all right well i qualified send me my fifteen hundred (laughs) dollars you know what i mean Mm -hmm. um but yeah if you just go uh it's fifteen hundred dollars in prize money 
right for last place. You're like qualification money, yep, essentially. Which I mean, basically covers at least one of those things, right? Your yeah. flight or your hotel or probably maybe. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much a flight. Yeah, flights to Dubai might be a little more than that. Yeah, but, probably. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, maybe a hotel at least. Yeah, so. for sure. But all right, it should be interesting to see. Um, when's that event actually? December sixth. It okay. starts. So you guys year. can be on the lookout for that. Um, maybe we'll do a follow up episode then um, to see kind of what our takes on it were. Because I think it'll be interesting either way. Either be very think, interesting and cool, or very bomb. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be very. I think it'll be cool for us. On top of that, to like look back at this episode and be like, what did we think about it when we first heard about it? Yeah. And then once we start getting more and more details of what these events or tests actually are going right. to be and do another episode then, and maybe even another follow up episode, follow up episode after we see it. Yeah, for sure. Kind of cool. But cool. All right, guys, thanks for joining us today. Um, as always, you can find us on all the social medias, follow the gym at CrossFit area. You can follow me at Buck Bill coach. You can follow Colin at, at C Besh six. That's C B O E and the numbers B O E S C H and the number six hit it. Drew. Checks coming in, now they changing the subject Who else here wants it? Living a life you can't covet Honestly, one man can judge it I have everything I've ever wanted You do the math